0: Hey, guys. How are you? It's Dana B. here. What's happening? Hello. I know for a fact my neighbors hate me already. I'm fucking yelling all, all over the fucking room. What's it, day two? It's been 24 hours since they've been on the ship. They hate me already. For a couple of reasons. Well, one main reason. I'm loud as fuck. Come out. At all hours of the day and night, because I am out of control. But you know what? I'm having a good time, people. Come Listen, today is the 3rd of August, and it's Saturday, Saturday, August 3rd, right? And it is 6.51 p.m. At least that... And Oh, by the way, I am in France. I should probably mention that. So back in Boston, it's like fucking... Uh, what do we do? Last night we actually had to change the clocks. It went from like one fifty nine a.m. to like three a.m. instead of you know like two a.m. So like, I think I'm now seven hours ahead of you guys. So it's probably just about noon time. So when I text or message all you guys, uh, when I'm on my phone and I got service. Not only am I annoying all of you because I rapid text and I send like five messages at once, long messages. Also, it's probably fucking three in the morning, your time. So if you haven't figured out already, why don't you shut off the notifications, at least from me? You can do that on the iPhone. You can just silence that shit, like per conversation. But you know what? I always... I sometimes I know like I annoy like Burger Burger <laughs> or like Ryan Mitchell or whatever the some of the other my brother I'm sure people that I rapid text um, listen I get into it I mean well you guys know that but I, I I do try to be conscious of it but the thing is like I also like my phone is always on silent always it has been for years for years (laughs) i just i look at my phone a million times a day anyway why do i need a fucking ringer i'm gonna look at it fucking if i'm not looking at it right now i will be in the next fucking five minutes because i'm addicted to my phone like most people so why the fuck do i need a, a noise to tell me when someone is messaging me or calling me i'm gonna fucking see it at some point usually usually That being said, don't be offended if I don't answer you right away. Sometimes I'm trying to live in the moment and look up from my phone. Maybe I see your message, and then all of a sudden there's a dance party. So I'm like, oh, fuck, i got to go dance right now, and I will answer that later. And then what happens is I fucking get lost in the moment, right? And then I go back to my phone, and I don't have the notification anymore, and I fucking forget that I had messages, especially in this situation where sometimes I'm in and out of service, so they all come in at once, so it's hard to keep up with my messages. All right? Don't be offended. Don't. I'm trying. Okay, my friends, I love you all. If I'm messaging you, if we're talking, if we're connected, right? Whether it's text message, whether it's Instagram messenger, whether it's Facebook fucking messenger, Snapchat messenger, WhatsApp, email. There's a million, there's too many things, too many many chefs in the kitchen. But whether it's one of those things or all of those things, that means that I am happy that you were in my life. I mean well, but I'm not perfect and I'm sorry. I don't even know why I'm saying all this. Because there isn't there isn't even one particular person that I'm referring to, I think I just always feel guilty because it's always like that's why I love and hate my phone. I love the fact that I can talk to all of you. Um, you know, like just like that. Uh, so when I, and that's also why I rapid text because when something comes to my mind, I'm like, oh, let me say this right now before I fucking forget. Because if I don't if I don't type this message right now. I will forget but the problem is sometimes it's fucking too much Grillo Burger's the best I learn a lot from him when it comes to just like making getting more to the point and just like just putting one message out like few words (laughs) you know what I mean he's the best like I'll send this long fucking paragraph and then he'll be he can sum that shit up in like two words you know And I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably should have just said that. Like, uh, you know what? This happened with Ricky recently. We were texting about the podcast. Uh, And I was, we were talking about the interview with Nicole and Kat, if you're keeping up with the podcast. When I was in Edinburgh, Scotland uh, recently, I interviewed two lovely ladies. Please go check that episode out. Um, And I was just trying to give them a heads up, like the audio sucks, but. Just listen to the interview because there's good stuff in there. But I said it in like a million fucking words, like oh I didn't have anything to adjust the levels, you know I need a mixer, you know please don't listen to it in the car, blah blah blah. After he asked me, well what's wrong with it, and he just goes oh you don't have a mixer, got it, like that's all I needed to say. So I'm work Listen, I'm working on that. I'm not perfect. I'm doing it right now verbally. I say too much. I have the gift of gab. Also, I I swear too much. Sometimes I play an episode back to check the audio or whatever. Just make sure that it was all put together the way that I wanted it to be put. When I have to, like, merge clips and splice shit and all that fucking stuff. I just swore right there. I don't even think about it. Hey, shout out to Rich Cowdell, director of Camp Rotary. I hope you're not... Well, if you're listening, I would be honored. That being said... You would, all, you would be disappointed Because I say the word fuck Like a hundred times an episode Whatever If you're offended don't listen I don't give a fuck Fuck off <laughs> Not you Rich specifically Just anybody Jesus Christ <laughs> That didn't come out the way I wanted it to Whatever Anyway Speaking of Ricky D I'm going to start plugging this now Get used to it uh, It's going to happen uh, so here's the deal. I really do enjoy. I really, really enjoy doing this podcasting thing. Even though, listen. I'm not Howard Stern. Right? I'm not Carlson and McKenzie. I'm not Opie and Anthony. I'm not a comedian. I'm none of these things. But, I don't know. I enjoy doing this. And there are some people that actually listen. And it means a lot to me. And I don't have a fucking job. <laughs> so and it's fun. So I'm going to once this journey ends, I am going to I'm going to go home. I am going to Vince McMahon fly my ass home to the United States. I'm going to buy some more professional equipment instead of just talking into my fucking phone. Thank you guys. I know some of these episodes fucking suck with the audio like when I'm at the beach and shit like that. So thank you guys for sticking with me. It it does mean a lot. Uh, But I'm going to get some professional stuff. and Professional. And I am going to get a sidekick. A partner. Here's the deal. I know that I can do this. Whether 30 of you listen. Zero of you listen. 300 of you listen. Or 3 million of you listen. There's people listening. And I'm getting shit out. And when I was in high school... I was very much the only thing I really enjoy. I enjoyed the drama club, and I enjoyed the TV club. All right, drama club. I liked being on stage. I liked I liked being in plays. I, I, when I when I was that age, I wanted to be an actor on radio, or I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. You know, I was actually. I know I joked the Vince McMahon walk. Vince McMahon was like, when growing up, I watched WWF or WWE now. And that guy was really, if you remember, if you're keeping up with your wrestling, (laughs) this guy was fucking, before he got more involved in actually going into the ring and stuff like that, he used to do the the fucking commentary and he was so good at it. And when I first started watching that, he was the fucking guy. So I used to imitate, I used to have the wrestling action figures and the little fucking ring and I used to, you know, I used to pretend I was him and make a little wrestling match, myself or I had a wrestling buddy I still have this only toy I still own I still have my ultimate warrior wrestling buddy don't judge me it's fucking awesome and I used to just in my own room I would be on my bed or on the floor and I would just wrestle with this fucking thing and just pretend I was Vince McMahon and I would like I would I would do the commentary while I was you know pile driving this wrestling buddy or me and my brother would wrestle whatever that's what boys do right but then I got into other sports, football and baseball primarily. So when I got to high school, you know, I I enjoyed playing football. But, like, when it comes to the – I played Pop Warner. But when it comes to the pads and shit, dude, I was too fucking small. I mean, I guess if I really wanted to do it, I could have. I would have got, got killed, though. I'm, I'm, I, when I was a freshman in high school, I wasn't even five feet tall. <laughs> And I was like 100 pounds soaking wet. I was like 4 foot 10. People didn't even believe like all the what I all the girls in school like the the one the upper classmen or upper class women like they would when I when I became a freshman they were all like I would just be walking down the hallway and they would just be like "Oh, he's so cute." And they would just they would come up to me and be like, "Can I just hug you?" And I I was, I was, oftentimes, eye level with their tits. (laughs) And they would hug me and just like put my face in their boobs. (laughs) They loved me, but not in that way. (laughs) Listen, I love the attention. Don't get me wrong. I I loved it very much. And then I had a growth spurt in 10th grade, and I got to like fucking five, four, and three quarters. (laughs) Five, five with shoes on, all right? Close enough. How the fuck did I start talking about that? I don't know. Oh yeah, I was too small. I would have got killed if I if I when I was a freshman if I played football. I probably would have died. <laughs> so, what I did was I joined the TV club, and I would do the commentary for Channel Sixteen, local Lynn Access kid. Uh, so there was this one channel that was just aired in the city of lynn and i used to do the commentary but here's here was the problem i fucking had with i loved doing it it was cool i would get paid 35 bucks for every game i did which was uh, that was good money at the time right i'm a little fucking whatever 15 year old and i would sometimes i would do fucking like whatever three four games a week that's whatever sometimes i make like 100 plus bucks and I really love sports. I, I grew up watching that shit, so I just loved it. Even if, like basketball, I was never big into hoops. Um, but I still, I, I could get by. You know what I mean? I was a mini Al Michaels or something. And there was a time when I really wanted to pursue that as a career. So I continued to do it. And I used to get really good feedback, even. Um, the, t- the TV club director, Mr. Brown. Mr. fucking Brown. That guy was a character. Um. <laughs> he stretched the condom from here to here. That's a shout out to Ryan Mitchell. Sorry, that's an inside joke. Mr. Brown told this story about a guy who made a video, and he said he he put his hands like a yardstick apart, like three feet apart, and he would go. He stretched the condom from here to here. Anyway, he used to tell me people people really love. Um, people are calling in or or emailing in and saying how much they enjoy when. When we put on one of our high school games on this channel And you are the one who's talking He said the only negative feedback that we get Is your Boston accent is fucking absurd It's absolutely atrocious It's too much So like you know I I like joke Sometimes my Boston accent still does come out Sometimes it I just exaggerate it because it's funny um but like i at this time in my life i really wanted to pursue this so i actually started teaching myself to not talk in a boston accent plus i was i was in the drama club acting in plays i was in these theater classes so i just taught myself to lose the fucking accent kid but what happened was i and this is on me this is my fault i became defiant i became defiant because there was this guy his name was john hoffman i don't even know if this guy is still alive he probably is he probably still fucking does this shit he used to do he used to do the commentary as well for these games but this guy was like fucking 50 60 years old okay and what he would do is he would – you know what? I, I feel bad now because I used to, I used to just despise him. I, used to, I was angry because he would take all of the football games. all of, And at the time, our football team was pretty good. And our basketball team was fucking incredible. We had, we had one guy who actually made it to the NBA. And we had a couple, other, a couple other kids who came close. Or at the time, you know, our basketball team, Fox – our basketball team was so good, and so he would take all the boys' basketball games and do them himself. He would take all the football games. He would do most of the fucking baseball games, and you know what he would give me? He would give me, no offense, ladies. He would give me the the ladies' fucking basketball games, and they were awful. He would give me fucking the girls' softball games, and in some baseball games, and like one or two hockey games one or two football games and I just got so angry because I'm like this guy's fucking selfish I'm in high school this means the world to me you're never gonna go anywhere ever <laughs> okay I, I feel bad now again because this was his passion clearly and he enjoyed it but everybody hated him but he fucking I just thought it was selfish and for like throw me some of the football games dude why can't I do those? I'm a kid. I'm trying to pursue this and you're shutting me down and discouraging me. This is how I felt at the time. So one day <laughs> after like the fucking an entire season of this girls basketball team that was they were awful. They were so bad. And I just I just I hated it. And I was so I was so angry because my I think Mr. Brown was kind of he didn't help the situation but he felt bad for me and he would tell me I know John Hoffman sucks he's taken you are way better than him people are calling in saying get this fucking old guy off the thing and get Dana in there he's so good uh and I would even get good cuz the the coaches and the players would watch that shit to study film and that was the only tape that we had Because it was a TV club cameraman that filmed it. So the the players liked it. The coaches liked it. Even other other teams would use our tape from other cities, right? (laughs) Well, here's where I got in trouble. One day, it's the girls' basketball team versus Gloucester. Home game, right? And I don't know. One day I just said, fuck it. I was in a silly mood. Maybe I was stoned. I don't know. I don't think I used to go to those things stoned, but that was in my pot smoking uh, high school era. And I just started swearing and saying, fuck this person. (laughs) I was farting on the microphone. I was messing with the, uh, the cameraman. I was like bopping him in the head with the microphone. I was just fucking around. I don't know what I was thinking. It was very unprofessional of me. It was very defiant of me. I didn't give a fuck. I was just so annoyed. Um... It was unprofessional. I was I was still a kid. Give me a fucking break. You know, I didn't think what was gonna happen. So what happened was. What I didn't this is when I learned that other the other teams would watch these tapes. So one day I get called to the principal office, like I don't know, maybe like a week later or something. Or the vice principal's office. Miss Hegan dude. Donna Hegan. I hated her at the time, but looking back, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, ugh, you know what? Maybe I was the bad one. One day, my vice principal came into Kelly's Roast Beef when I was a manager there, like, fucking five years after I graduated. And he came in, and he ordered, like, this wasn't Miss Hegan, this was Mr. Strangy, but they were both my vice principals. Dude, he came in, and he ordered, like, 80 bucks worth of food, like, clam plates and lobster rolls and shit. And I just went up to him, and I was like, hello, Mr. Strangy, and he goes, Mr. Bowen, how are you? He was judging me. Absolutely. He was just like, "Uh, of course you're here working at a fucking restaurant doing nothing else with your life. He was. But you know what? I feel like I grew in this moment. I took my manager card (laughs) and I swiped that shit and comped his whole order. Could I have gotten in trouble for that at work? Probably. But I would have paid for it if it came down to it. But I just said... I just said, I'm really sorry about how much of a pain in the ass I was in, in high school. I was a little shit. This meal was on me, and I swiped that card, and he was blown away. He was blown away. Anyway, so Miss Egan calls me to the office. She goes, Mr. Bolin, sit down. <laughs> sit the fuck down. And I was like, uh, Okay. <laughs> And she goes, she goes, so um, how's the TV club going? And I was like, pretty good. Why? Why? I mean, I'm happy to not be in class. Thanks for getting me out of there. But clearly I'm in trouble. Just what's going on? And she was like, well, um, the Gloucester, remember that Gloucester game you did? The girls basketball game? And I was just like, oh, yes. She was like, guess what? They used that tape to study film to become a better team. And the only tape that was available was that one. And you were making fun of all of them. (laughs) I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah, I did do that. You're right. She's like, yeah, they're not happy. They had to pull that tape off the air because also people in Lynn who were watching it were very offended. That you're swearing, and I don't know, I was making gay jokes, not in a hateful way, no, 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 it wasn't it wasn't a gay joke, it was um, I said the referee looked like a rapist <laughs> I don't know, look i have don't take that the wrong way, I have no problem with gay people. I was just fucking around, I was just goofing off i don't I was a kid, I was a kid, I have no hate in my heart, please, I mean well, so give me a fucking break um so she goes. I go, okay. She goes, so you're suspended <laughs> for, I don't know, it's like two, three days or some shit. She goes, you're going to come back in a couple of days. I said, okay. She goes, well, you ain't coming back without your mom or your dad. And I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> that means I had to tell them. Yes. <laughs> and, well, my dad came with me. <laughs> you know what happened? Listen, this isn't even. A, this has nothing to do with traveling. I'm sorry, but this is a good story <laughs> hey, you know what so I come back a couple days later with my dad and we both, and she's like Mr. Bolin Mr. Bolins hello nice to see you again cause I got suspended every fucking year but you know what was cool about my dad he always like one time I got suspended just cause I dyed my fucking hair blue which whatever it was stupid. He didn't like the fact that I dyed my hair. But you know what? He thought it was stupid that I got suspended for that. So he was cool when it was stuff like that. But like this one, he wasn't happy. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think it's more just the embarrassment. And I think that's the whole reason I got suspended in the first place. If people didn't complain, if I didn't offend this Gloucester team, it would have been fine. But we come back, and Miss Hegan sits us down one morning and. Uh, I feel like I got suspended like on, on like a Thursday. That was always the best, because <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I got a four day weekend. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I used to love getting suspended. It was it was it was, it was way better than detention. <laughs> so we sit down, and Miss Hegan's like, hello, Mister Bowen, at my dad. She's like, she's like, so has your son filled you in on what happened? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Toddy, all intense. She's like, so I have a list here in front of me of every inappropriate thing, inappropriate and offensive thing that Dana said on this one game. <laughs> he goes, he goes, okay. She goes, no, you know, you don't understand. There's over 50 things here. 50. She had like two pieces of paper. Just, full, just she read everything off. She read the whole fucking list off. She goes, "So, I just want you to know what your son did." And he was pissed at me. Understandable. I fucked up. Don't judge me. She goes, "So you are kicked out of the TV club forever." <laughs> I was I was literally banned from the TV club. And Mr. Brown was pissed. He hated me after that. He couldn't even look at me. I remember, because he retired the same year that I graduated, so he was there all four years. And he, like, every time, I I couldn't even walk by him. He would just put his head down. He wouldn't even fucking look at me for years, dude. Years. I said I was sorry and stuff. He just, I don't know. He was just so crushed. And, um, he was even more pissed because he was the one who had to watch that film and write, make that list. (laughs) So, and this guy would always get like he would always overreact to every little fucking thing that's if someone if a kid said something inappropriate or whatever he would just always overreact so <laughs> I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall when he was watching this video and making this list but um, yeah so that was a big deal and that ended my fucking sports broadcasting career <laughs> real fucking quick anyway I can't, holy shit I am on 25 minutes right now and I haven't even started this podcast sorry guys um, so basically, what I was getting at is i I feel as if I lost somewhere along the way, probably that day that I got fucking suspended and shit. I feel as if I lost my 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 passion or forgot about it for sports broadcasting radio entertainment shit like that also, when I was in the drama club, i told my I told mr Lowe, sorry, Mr Lowe, if he's not listening but Sorry, anyway. I'm kind of throwing him under the bus here, but it's, it's, I am not going to compromise my honesty. One day I said to him, Mr. Lowe, I, I want to be an actor when I, when I, you know, graduate high school. That's what I want to do with my life. He sat me down and he said, You'll never make it. <laughs> he said, You have no fucking chance. So go do something else. I swear to God. I'm paraphrasing, but that's, exa- he sat down with me in the auditorium on the stage well backstage we were facing. we were eating party mix I remember he had this big bucket of the Oots or uts U-T-Z party mix we were eating that and I I was like not literally crying but I wanted to cry into that party mix when he told me I I don't even waste your fucking time because you'll never make it (laughs) you know I think I'm realizing right now how fucked up that is you know and um, maybe he's right maybe he, he was probably right sure that's fine Time out. but so between getting banned from the TV club for life and Mr. Lowe saying don't even fucking bother you'll never make it I just I just had no confidence um, and but now as I record these silly little podcasts it just makes me realize I don't know what the fuck my calling is I have no idea but I'm trying I'm trying to plug a show. <laughs> this is the the longest plug ever. Me and Ricky Deep. Rick Doucet. He he was um in the beginning of an episode a couple of shows ago, a couple of a couple of episodes ago. You heard him in the beginning. The guys he's way funnier than I am. Um and he does stand up comedy. And I can be funny sometimes in a weird way. Uh, But I just feel I'm gonna do a show We don't even know what the fucking format is gonna be yet So maybe I should have waited for this plug But we're gonna do a show together When I get home I'm gonna buy some professional equipment Professional equipment We are gonna do A fucking show And it might be a couple Episodes a week or something But um I'm throwing it out there now Please All of you Please, please continue to listen. Please. I don't. It's going to be a separate podcast. I'll have more information on that. And I'm just throwing it out there now also to kind of just fucking put the fire under my ass. Because now that I'm saying it, that means I have to follow through with it. Also, what the fuck else am I going to do with my life? I have no idea. So he and I are going to put something together. He's way funnier than me. Uh, he's got experience going on stage and doing stuff. And it will be a good balance. So it's not just me fucking rambling about... Uh, when I was in the TV club in high school for 30 fucking minutes So um, we're, gonna, we're already brainstorming We're going to put this shit together And I, uh, I can't wait I, I just keep thinking about all these different ideas For formats and for stories and for just whatever He's one of the best friends I've ever had We have very good chemistry And I, I'm sure you will all enjoy it And it, it'll probably be better even than this travel fucking thing that I've been doing Because it'll be Whatever, it won't just be me It'll be funny right, that'd be funny. Well, now that I've hit 30 minutes trying to plug my future show that I know nothing about yet, <laughs> let me tell you about my day, people. <laughs> so I'm in Le Havre, France. Not much happened anyway. I'm in France. Right. Second day on the cruise, Le Havre. It was cool. Nice little town. Nice little port town. Still not crazy about French people. They're all just like, Ugh! Uh, merci. Bonjour. I don't know, whatever. France isn't for me. But I went to the beach. That was nice. I walked I walked several miles today. I walked from the port to the beach. And hung out at the beach for a couple hours. Just night, beautiful women everywhere. You know, just looked at the water, had a couple beers, walked around. Yada, yada, yada. It was cool. Nothing crazy exciting. A couple things happened. But just like little things that I find funny. For example, I was having a beer on a patio somewhere uh, when I was on my way back to the ship. I had like, I don't know, another hour before I had to be back on board. So there was this little patio that was looking pretty much right at the ship. So let me just sit here for a little bit. Hang out on my cell phone. Drink a beer. Why not come out? I got a big Stella. They had Stella on tap. That beer's all right. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Does the job. So I don't know what the fuck happened. There was this one guy in a fucking red dress, with like like he like stuffed his dress. It felt like it was a bachelor party or something because his like his friends were filming him and he was just running around giving condoms to people, saying some shit in in French. He had like lipstick on. I don't know. He, like, tried to come up to me and look at me. I just... I, I wouldn't make eye contact with him. Uh-uh. Don't approach me. uh uh-uh. I don't know. It was kind of weird. But, hey, that's his journey. I'm not judging. But that doesn't mean I want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> Would have been funny, I'm sure. So that happened. And then, uh... Oh, there was this, uh... <laughs> there was this... There was this little kid. <laughs> I like kids, man. Kids are so funny. There was this little kid. Jeez, he had to be, like five six years old and he was he i assume there were a few other people on the patio like drinking beers and socializing and stuff sitting at their own tables so i assume his parents were like at one of those tables like and he was just he was on this little bicycle training wheels and he was just making little circles just around this table that was right next to me he just kept staring at me i was like hello what's up buddy He's a cute little kid, and he, you know. What he he just kept crashing into this fucking table, not my table, but the one next. I don't, know, I don't know if his training wheels were crooked, or if he just sucks. <laughs> you know, he seemed like a smart kid. I think he'll figure it out. But he and he wasn't riding fast, so like he didn't get hurt or anything. But he just he just kept crashing into this into this table. I I, I just wanted to help him, but I didn't want to be weird. I'm not gonna go, you know. I don't know. It's like a sensitive thing these days, you know? There's, like, creeps out there. I don't... So, like, as much as I wanted to interact with this kid and, like, help him, like, figure out how to ride a fucking bicycle. Like, his parents should have been doing. I... I didn't want to... I don't know. I didn't want to raise any concern for his parents. Like, who's this fucking random American? Like... Trying to help this kid, but he needed fucking help, man. He just kept crashing into this table. He had a smile on his face the whole time. He was having the time of his life. I just felt like I could have impacted his life in a positive way in that moment. (laughs) And then I don't know what happened. Then he stopped riding his bike. I don't know why. And then he just started running around the scene. Just in circles. Just running around, yelling. I don't know, he was having a good he was having the time of his fucking life. (laughs) Hey, that's his journey. Seems like a really good kid though. He was cool. He had good energy. He was just having a good time. And then, like, right around that same time, probably the coolest thing I've seen all day. Again, it's just a minor thing, but <laughs> it just made me smile. There was this there was this little family. Well, you could tell it was a new it was like a couple. Like a mom, a dad, and a baby. Mom was on a bike was riding a bicycle right by the patio i was sitting at and then right right behind her was a baby in a carriage being pushed by the dad i assume but he was on a skateboard it was so fucking cool so this guy he was just riding a skateboard while pushing this baby carriage behind his baby mama i assume on a bicycle i don't know i don't even know why i guess that's not even a good story it just made me smile i was like that's fucking awesome you know it's fucking awesome. I don't know. Sometimes it's the little things in life, people. What else happened? I don't know. It's about it. You know? Once again, um, I, I've had a few submissions. I'm going to wrap this up. I've had a few... Not, not not exciting day. I guess that was a good time to fucking tell that story from high school. And again, please... Please um all you people who have been listening to this thank you thank you thank you so much it means the world to me it keeps me sane even though this is a virtual journal for me it's it's and it's just my way of documenting this shit the fact that people actually listen to me on a regular basis is really cool it's inspiring even if it were even if it's just a few of you i mean it's a little bit more than that but hey it means a lot and it makes me want to do more shit like this. I have no fucking idea what I'm going to do with my life when I get home. But I know it's all going to be okay. I know it's going to be fun. And I look forward to that journey. The next chapter. So what I'm asking all of you to do is. If you have it in your hats, If you have it in your hearts. And want to continue to stay with me on this journey. I would love that. Alright. I'm going to do another show probably with Ricky D, maybe by myself, maybe a combination, but I can't wait. So please stay with me, more details to come. Um, in addition to that, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get sad already because this trip is ending in a couple of weeks. It's been a really long, fun fucking time. It's been the best time of my life, hands down. I've made so many new friends and memories. And what I've been asking all of you who are new, Right. If you're new to the podcast, and I've if you're keeping up with my journey, and I've met up with you, and you now listen, please send me a little segment. Just explain a quick memory, whatever comes to mind of when we met, how we met, what was on your mind at the time, what we did together, whether we were on a cruise ship together or fucking stayed in a hostel randomly and. Just please, 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 please. I, I'm trying to put together this really cool episode. And a lot of people have hit me up and been like, dude, that's a good idea. I can't wait till that comes out. And shout out to... I always shout out to Chris Murray, my boy. You fucking weirdo. Fucking Mr. Mister uh, Mystery Man, dude. He's like Carmen Sandiego. The guy just disappears for like years. But I love that man. And his lady, Amanda. Amanda. The only way I can talk to Chris is through Amanda because he doesn't answer his fucking phone which i respect i hate my phone sometimes but amanda was like you know what you should do she like recently found out i was doing this podcast and just started binging all these episodes and reaching out to me saying she's laughing and stuff so thank you so much amanda that means a lot to me and she was like she like throws these ideas out at me and one of them was she was just like you know what you should do you should just get everybody on like a com. I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, just get everybody on a call or or a Skype together or something, and like, you know, to like for the last episode or whatever, just get all these people together that you've met along the way to just tell stories and t- And I, I like where her head is at with that. However, like, that's unrealistic for many reasons. One, how are you going to get all those people together at the same time? That's not going to work, right? T- time zones and all that also that's way too many people talking at once but again i like where her head is at and she was part of the inspiration for for what i'm doing now putting this episode together of all these different clips um fogarty did throw something along those lines out there way back in the beginning first cruise. he was like dude you should get everybody who you met to talk on the podcast so whatever i love i love the ideas so shout out to amanda and chris thank you guys um but please, please I I've already got some clips. I get a couple every day and it's it means the world to me. Thank you guys so much. Please send it. Please continue to. If you haven't sent one, I'm going to keep annoying you until you do. So please do. All right, guys. What else? I don't know, it's probably about it. It's probably about fucking it, right? Yeah. Tomorrow. Where are we at? I'm in France now. Oh, tomorrow we are in somewhere in Belgium somewhere in Belgium I don't know the town but oh wait no I got it right here hold on hold on what is it Zebrug Z-E-E B-R-U-G-G-E Z-E-E-B-R-U-G-G-E. one word Zebrug Belgium I believe it's near Brussels I enjoyed my time in Belgium very much so I like to drink beer so tomorrow should be cool and then the next day Amster motherfucking damn yeah baby alright guys thank you all for listening can't wait to see what's in store in the future both in this current trip and afterwards feeling very grateful today apparently maybe France isn't so that bad yeah France sucks <laughs> I, I love you all boys All right.